time when things are shifting. We're going to be a new world order. We've got to lead it. The following program is brought to you by friends and partners of End Time Headlines. All right, what's going on, everybody? It is Monday, January 30th. Uh, we have one more day left of January of 2023. This month has flown by as it always does. And uh, we want to welcome you to tonight's broadcast. If you're new to the broadcast, uh, let us know in the comment section below that you are new, where you guys are joining us from, whether you're on Facebook Live, Rumble, YouTube, or maybe you're watching from the main website at our main website, wherever you may be joining us from. Again, we welcome all of our new viewers and new listeners tonight. If you're watching or if you're listening by Apple or Spotify, we welcome you as well on our podcast. Um, and we thank you for joining us on this segment. Want to do a little bit of a recap before we get into what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, probably the last three podcasts that we've done, we've really honed in on Matthew 24, where Jesus talks about, uh, one of the signs of the coming of the Lord would be these wars and rumors of wars. He talks about that. This is one of the indicators you're going to see. He said, not that there would be singular, but there'd be plural tense. There would be multiple wars on multiple fronts, and there would be a continuation of rumors and speculations of these wars and rumors of wars. So we're just, we're just going to carry on this theme today because some new information has come out over the weekend. Some new, some new, uh, events have taken place, um, uh, that we want to talk about today. So we're going to get into this. So without further ado, let's get right after this. So let me, um, it looks to me, like there, we could be in the possibility of two major wars on two major fronts. One, of course, is the ongoing war between Russia and Ukraine that now appears that it looks like it is spilling over into something that would be what we would call a world war. We are very, we are on, uh, according to some analysts, some experts in this, we are already into this. We are already into World War III in some essence. There may not be bombs dropping in other countries, but the, uh, the mindset the psychological warfare of this, the, the fact that other nations are now collaborating with Ukraine, uh, where in which Russia has warned the consequences of this. And we're going to get all into this tonight. We're going to talk about more about this, but this is one front, but then I'm going to show you a war on another front that looks like, uh, that we could be into, uh, in full escalation by this summer of 2023. So let's, let's, let me pull up the first article today. Uh, this is from, uh, the sun.com. Putin, uh, according to reports is now mobilizing over 200,000 troops for what he's calling a new invasion to quote topple Ukraine. And according to a NATO chief, Putin will not stop until he completely topples Ukraine. 
NATO Secretary General Stoltenberg grimly said that there is, quote, no sign that Vladimir Putin is preparing for peace. He went on to say that he warned or he went on to warn that Russia is preparing for, quote, more war ahead of the conflict's first anniversary at the end of February. It comes amid intelligence reports that Vladimir Putin may be ready in for a, quote, massive new offensive. And it has been reported that Putin could launch a new uh, Blizz, Blitzkrieg-style onslaught and attempt to win the war by taking Kiev. Ukraine fears that assault could co- coincide with the February 24th, which again would be the anniversary of Putin's uh, initial invasion into Ukraine. Stoltenberg did not give any details, but uh, reiterated that the need for the West to continue arming Ukraine. Here it is again. He reiterated the need for the West to continue arming Ukraine. Now, again, why is this important? Because Putin has already said that if the West gets involved with this, then it's a declaration of war. He went on and warned that the world, he went on to warn, excuse me, the world to quote, prepare for the long haul and said it is extremely important that Putin does not win. Russia winning in Ukraine would empower dictators and make the world a quote, uh, more dangerous place as if it's not dangerous enough. But anyway, he warned that Putin will not sit down at the table while he still believes he can win on the battlefield. Uh, speaking in South Korea, Stoltenberg said that, quote, we don't see any signs that Putin uh, and rules in Moscow are preparing for peace. We see the opposite. We see that they are preparing for more war, that they are mobilizing more soldiers. And again, he reports that more than 200,000 and potentially even more than that quote that they are actively acquiring new weapons more ammunition ramping up their own production but also acquiring more weapons from other um authoritarian states like iran and north korea now we want to talk about iran in just a moment but let me finish this and most of all we have seen no sign that president putin has changed his overall goal of this invasion Uh, That is to control a neighbor and to control Ukraine. So as long as this is the case, we need to prepare, be prepared for the long haul. So what is, what is the, uh, what is the long haul? That's what I want to, we want to talk about this tonight. What is, what does the long haul look like? Are we talking about a global war here? Are we talking about something that's going to spill outside of Europe? It's going to it's going to directly impact the West and 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 and, glo- and global uh, again, other countries around the globe. That's what it looks like to me that we that uh, that it looks like it's escalating to again. Uh, we talked about this on Friday's podcast that the World Health Organization has now put out a, a revised list of all the medicines and what it uh insists that we as individuals should know to inquire to be able to survive a quote radioactive or nuclear incident or situation or a fallout 
Now, let me ask you something, guys. Why would they? Why would they have such an urgency to put that out there if they don't believe that this is going to be something that's going to spill over into a quote global thermal nuclear war? Why would they even waste their time making such a statement? And this is not coming from local authorities. This is coming again from the World Health Organization. Now, on a local level, we know, again, states across America has been preparing its citizens for such an event as well with drills, with uh, with preparations and all these things that they've been continually over and over doing this. So we don't want to. I don't want to so much per se pick up the bat and start beating the dead horse on this again, but I'm just saying that a lot of people, they, you know, after 12 months of this, of hearing this rhetoric and the war and this and that, you become numb to it because it gets drowned out with everything else, with TikTok, reality television, sports, entertainment, movies, all these things. It drowns out What's going on, especially if you live in the West and you don't live directly in the, in Europe, then you're not directly impacted by this. So therefore it's out of sight, out of mind, but we need to know that this is something that is real, something that is happening and something that could directly impact you and I. Now, let me give you some more information on this. Germany warns against arms race as Ukraine is now pushing for missiles and jets. And they're not just pushing for any missiles. Ukraine is now pushing for, quote, long range missiles. I don't again, nothing good is going to come out of this, friend. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz is warning against a race to arm Ukraine with high powered weapons as Ukraine ramps up its call for fighter jets and long-range missiles. report went on to indicate that the German chancellor engineered a breakthrough with President Biden recently to send modern tanks to Ukraine earlier this month, but has said that, quote, fighter jets is a non-starter. Quote, I can only advise against entering into a constant competition to outbid each other when it comes to weapon systems. Uh, this again, this is from the German chancellor. He said in an interview with German news outlet, Ukrainian President Zelensky issued pleas. Of course he did right over the weekend for long range missiles and fighter jets as he seeks to strengthen the country's air defense. But Germany has insisted the country will not be equipped uh, or will not. Yes, I'm sorry. But Germany has insisted the country will not be equipped. Ukraine. That's a typo. So I, let me read that again. That is not my fault. That's the, the publication here. Germany has insisted that it will not equip Ukraine with warplanes. The question of combat aircraft does not arise at all. Uh, Moscow has painted the provision of tanks as direct involvement in the war, despite Biden's insistence that the move is not an offensive threat to Russia. The U.S. hasn't shared any plans to send warplanes. Well, let's just before everybody gets a little bit comfortable or at peace with that, I'll remind you that we pulled up a video clip on Friday's podcast showing you where Biden, when he was asked this months ago 
or I would say last year in 2022, about whether or not America would be sending in aircraft or tanks or any or any such equipment or military equipment. He said that this would be a very this would be a sign of World War Three. And basically said, this will not happen. America won't do that. And he was dogmatic about that. Well, here we are one year later, almost on the anniversary of it. And Biden has changed his tune. And now again, sending tanks into Ukraine. So what makes, what makes us think that Biden is not going to be serenaded by Zelensky even more so? And manipulated to then cross the line and begin to uh, supply fighter jets and quote long range missiles. So I listen at this point, I wouldn't be shocked. I would be more shocked if we didn't supply that than I would if we did. I'm just saying. Can anybody else see that with me? So that's so we have one we have this war on this front in europe with russia with ukraine and now it looks like it's spilling over into what is shaping up to be very well could be world war three so we all see that we are mentally preparing for that we are physically preparing for that we're spiritually preparing for that emotionally preparing for that and even as best as we can financially preparing for that and there's limitations with that there's only so much we can do we're we're not to fear the bible says fear not it says it multiple times in the bible god is our source god is our trust god is our security our shield our defender our hope he is everything we put our faith and trust not in the military not in the government not in horse nor chariots but our deliverer is and deliverance comes from come on the lord god of heaven so just wanted to make that known to you. So now we want to shift gears because I'm going to show you something else that's emerging and developing that's coming out of the Middle East. All right. So this is another war that we could very well see come to fruition, like a full blown war by summer of this year. So let's lead up to this. Uh, the first thing I want to show you is that there is civil unrest that is emerging from Israel. Here's a headline that was, again, published. This was published back in, uh, let me pull this out here, in, on the 14th of January. So this is almost a month old, but we know that Benjamin Netanyahu was elected back in as the Israeli prime minister of Israel. And now, according, now different reports vary in numbers, but this is one from CNN. And I, you know, we all know that they have a track record of embellishing things. But then again, most mainstream media does. So we could pull up multiple outlets and you're going to get the general consensus of this number, but roughly, Nearly, I would say nearly a hundred thousand people turned out for, uh, for protests in Tel Aviv against the government of Netanyahu. Now, here's another article from the Jerusalem Post quote, Who wants an Israeli civil war? According to this report, there is some analysts say that civil war is brewing in Israel. 
let me look at this or let me just read this from me from the Jerusalem Post. The streets are simmering and political arsonists are running loose. Millions feel concerned, threatened, and above all abused. And they go on. If you read this article again, you can, uh, we reported this on intimeheadlines.org, intimeheadlines.com. The original source of this, again, as you see on your screen, is the Jerusalem Post. And this is talking about this unrest that is growing in the nation of Israel and it's civil unrest. It's again, and again, we're seeing this all over the planet, guys. And this is what I believe falls in Matthew 24 and Luke 21, especially Luke 21 talks about this, where he talks about, and there shall be distress of nations with perplexity. And we talked about that on Friday as well. And we've talked about it on other podcasts. And what that means, if we sum that up and we give you the general consensus of what that means is that before the coming of the Lord, you're, it's almost as if, uh, these the governments of the world the nations of the world begin to go into this mass bewilderment the confusion chaos the the there's unrest just brewing and and taking over everywhere and again all this make no doubts about this all this is setting the stage for the spirit of lawlessness according to Thessalonians to eventually produce the lawless one and bring forth his manifestation which is the antichrist because the antichrist comes and emerges out of all this chaos because there is chaos that breaks out across the planet we're talking about it's going to be directly involved with famines and pestilences and disasters and civil unrest and, and moral decline and the governments of the world begin to topple all these. It's like the whole world just spins out of chaos. And then we see there's this emerging voice of reason. The book of Daniel talks about this, this man that utters these dark sayings and he, he will be, he will begin to solve the enigmas of the world. He will come bringing a diplomacy of peace. And there will appears to be, according to Daniel 9 27, there will be a, uh, looks like a, a series of covenants or peace treaties that will be put in place. And it looks like there will be one peace treaty that will be ready to go. And the Bible says in Daniel 9 27 that when this Antichrist comes on the scene or emerges, that he will establish a, conf- a, a, a covenant. He will confirm a covenant with many. So he's going to confirm something that has already been put into motion or in, in place. So again, what am I talking about? I'm talking about how all this is just falling into place. Guys, listen, I'm going to be, I know people I'm going to get mixed reviews on this and mixed opinions on this, but that's okay. Nothing new. It comes with the territory. Uh, this past weekend, my family and I went and we watched the new, uh, Kevin Sorbo's remake of Left Behind Rise of the Antichrist. Now, I don't, I don't want to get off into a whole, you know, this, movie review and all this stuff i believe it was listen it was good but i i me personally i like the original left behind with kurt cameron better but that's just me if you've never seen it in the in the original one in the year 2000 i 
I, I, I go and watch it. Um, but I understand that that was 23 years ago. So we have a whole other generation that does have no clue about that. So this is their left behind. This is all new, all fresh. So it's great. I love there's scenes and I don't want to ruin it for people that's not seen it, but I listen, go out and see it. It's a great movie and you're supporting a good cause because uh, it's getting the word out. But there is things in that movie that I really appreciate how they made it modern. But what I loved about it was the 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 main focal point of the movie was to focus on Bible prophecy and to get the word out, the urgency to wake people up, to wake your neighbors, wake your coworkers, wake your family, wake your friends, go out all ye into the world and preach the gospel and telling them about the soon return of Jesus Christ. Go and study Bible prophecy, learn and discover what prophecies have been foretold and have been fulfilled in our lifetime. Because when you begin to take those prophecies that we have seen fulfilled, and you show them the odds of them being fulfilled are so astronomical. For example, the prophecies of Jesus Christ alone. If you take all the prophecies from the Old Testament, what the, what theologian call, theologians call the major minor prophets, you go into, uh, the writings of David in the book of Psalms, you take all these prophecies of the Messiah. And, and each one of these elements of what he would do, what he would have to, what he would endure, what would be fulfilled, the odds of one of these are great. But then two of them, and then three of them, then four of them, and all these coming in such detail that the odds of this happening are absolutely astronomical. Absolutely. There is, there was devoted atheists and agnostics like Josh McDowell, uh, is one of them and Lee Strobel, uh, who published a book, a case for Christ. And then there was a movie that was based on that. These two gentlemen alone set out to debunk Christianity, but the further they dug and the deeper they went in research, they discovered that they could not debunk the reality of a man who walked this earth who was half God, half man, who, again, just like scriptures say, gave himself as a ransom for many and was crucified, uh, rose again on the third day and is seated at the right hand of the Father. Historically, it's been proven that th this man existed, that Jesus Christ was a real figure. It's all there. The tomb is there. The eyewitnesses accounts are there. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. So you take this information and you present it to the lost. And if you can show them how all these prophecies pointed to the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and that they are legit and they are true, then what does that do? It opens a door up for you to have a discussion. And now you can say, now let's talk about Isaiah chapter 17, where in which it says that there will come a day in the future where Damascus, Syria will become a ruinous heap. It will be destroyed. You can open up your past. You can open the Bible up to the book of Ezekiel and you could talk about a future war of Gog Magog, Ezekiel 38, 39, that will involve Russia. 
Who is right now in a conflict with Ukraine? So guys, all the talking points are there. The welcome mat has been laid out for us to introduce Bible prophecy to a dying world. Now look, I know the churches don't want to talk about it. They're, they're terrified of it. They don't like it. It, it's, it's divisive. It runs people off. It invokes fear and all this other nonsense that they say. So the church won't touch it. So we as the watchmen, come on, who am I talking to today? And I'm talking to you. You say, well, you're talking to yourself, brother Ricky. No, no, no. You are a watchman too. You're a watchman right where you're at, right in your office, right in that factory, right in that restaurant, right in that warehouse, right in that mechanic shop, wherever you work, wherever the soles of your tread, your, your feet tread upon, wherever, whatever God has given you and whatever proximity God has given you to reach people and your circle of people, you are the watchman there. You're called to sound the alarm and you're called to warn them of the times and seasons in which we're in. So, Having said that, and you say, you say, well, brother Ricky, you got off on a rabbit trail. I did. And I will. Listen, if you're new, just, you're going to have to get used to it. I get off on rabbit trails and I get off on side trails, but I always find my way back to the main highway. So let's get back to the main highway. Civil war and unrest and distress of nations is emerging around the globe just like Jesus said it would happen. But I want to, I want to, if I was to put the bullseye today, I want to put it right on Israel and Iran. Why is that? Because something interesting took place over the weekend. I, I, most of you guys were aware of this. Some of you may not. But Israel carried out drone attacks to strike military, a military plant in Iran. Now, here's what I think is hilarious. Here is CNN, who I'm giving you the source for. CNN, of course, let me just read this to you. Ready? Quote, U.S. officials believe drone attacks at a military plant in Iran's central city of Isfahan, Esfahan, however you pronounce that, were carried out by Israel, according to U.S. media reports. Now, listen to this quote. Tehran said on Sunday night that drones had attacked the plant in Isfahan late the previous evening, and they called the operation unsuccessful. Hmm, that's interesting because when I pull up the Jerusalem Post and other affiliates in the Middle East that are not left-wing liberal-leaning sites, they tell me that Israeli drone attack on Iranians' weapons factory was a, quote, phenomenal success. All right, so let's just read this. Quote, despite Iranian claims, the Israeli drone attack on Iran, on Iran was a, quote, tremendous success, according to a mix of Western intelligence sources and foreign sources. Again, several hours later, the Wall Street Journal came out with a similar report stating that Israel and the Mossad were behind the attack, citing U.S. officials. According to the report, there were four large explosions at the military industry factory documented on social media against a facility developed advanced or developing advanced weapons. The damage goes far beyond the, quote, minor roof damage that the Islamic Republic claimed earlier on Sunday and had falsely claimed in past incidents. 
there was no immediate claim of responsibility for the blast, which came amid tensions with the West over Tehran's nuclear activity. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. And supply of arms for Russia's war in Ukraine, as well as months of anti-government demonstrations at home. Iran's foreign minister said that, quote, the cowardly attack was aimed at creating insecurity in Iran, and their defense ministry said the explosion caused only, quote, minor damage and no casualties. The extent of the damage could not be independently confirmed. Now, I want to show you something here. Watch, notice here it mentions Russia and Iran. Now, again, we told you, a Russia, Russia and Iran are two major players that will collaborate together in a future war called Gog and Magog. Russia and Iran will work together along with other Arab nations and they will invade Israel in the latter days and the days in, where in which Israel will dwell in quote peace and safety. I believe that will be initiated from the Antichrist. This will be part of that seven-year peace treaty. And this will fulfill Thessalonians where Paul said, when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction shall come upon them. So all this is, again, future tense has not yet happened, but you can take it to the bank. It is going to be fulfilled in the future. Now, I want to get you to the last article. This one is very intriguing. I want to show you this. This is from the this is from Express. This is a UK affiliate. Look at this headline. Quote: Experts warn that Israel is preparing to go to war with Iran this summer. This probably explains why this drone attack was carried out because listen, Israel is going to do everything they can to disable Iran prevent Iran from developing nuclear weapons outside the means of a conventional war. They don't want that. So they're going to do what they they're going to do, whether it be, let's just be, let's just be real here. They'll use cyber attacks. They'll use drone attacks. They'll use uh, significant targeted attacks on military infrastructures and targets and so on and so forth. Because remember all these stories where you see these uh, flotillas and you see these ships and cargoes and all this stuff coming from different places and they're and it's arming Iran. So Israel intercepts that. You see this all the time. We probably see this once a year at least, if not more. So what, what are we talking about? We're talking about Israel is trying everything they can to, to prevent a full on out conventional war from spilling over into the Middle East. But one expert, I'm going to read this quote, this stark prediction by expert and, and not just one expert. Let me correct myself. Multiple experts claim that this prediction comes as Israel and the U.S. signaled their preparedness last week with their largest joint military exercise in history. The report indicated that more than 7,000 U.S. and Israeli troops took part in this exercise called, quote, Juniper Oak, which is which was a live firing war game that boasted more than 140 B-52 bombers, fighter aircraft and Apache gunships. It, uh, it also involved 12 naval vessels, including a carrier strike group, high mobility artillery rocket systems and multiple launch rocket systems. 
The week-long exercise took place two years after former U.S. President Donald Trump took the decision to include Israel in the U.S. Central Command envelope, uh, which was intended to give a robust signal to the Islamic regime. This also follows two joint Air Force exercises which simulated strikes on Iranian nuclear facilities back in November of 2022. Israel is also said to be seeking to buy new F-15 EX fighter jets directly from the U.S., giving it an extended strike range. It was also designed to assure regional allies such as Saudi Arabia and the Gulf states that the U.S. was capable of engaging military in the Middle East while still dealing with fast-moving situation in Ukraine. Interesting. Again, we talked about that. This, just like the Roman Empire guys, they, they, they stretched their military thin because they were on all these fronts. Officials from the Gulf Cooperation Council groups of states were expected to be briefed this weekend on this, on this particular exercise. And that assurance is key, according to Middle East expert Catherine Perez, uh, shocked them as Israel seeks to build a coalition ahead of anticipated conflict or ahead of this anticipated conflict. Quote, we know that time is running out. Oh, if you only knew the ramifications of that statement. We know that time is running out in terms of Iran's nuclear program. Israel is preparing for war. This is according to a senior IDF officials, and they believe it will happen before this summer. So is this going to happen? I don't know. I'm just telling, listen, I'm a watchman. I'm just telling you, this is what is being discussed. This is on the forefront. So let me recap this. It looks like that we could be the way things are going. If things do not deescalate anytime soon. And I would say that it's probably not. It looks like we're going to have two major wars on two major fronts in the world. The one in Europe looks like it's spilling over and it's going to become another world war. It's cyclical. The patterns are there. The war drums are pounding. The rhetoric's there. Everything is fitting the bill. Then you have... Another conflict that looks like it's emerging out of the Middle East, which is a, this is the one, in my opinion, that, and and I believe they're working together. Don't get me wrong because of the players involved, but the fact that this one's coming out of Israel and the Middle East and directly involved, watch this, Iran, which will in return involve who? Russia. Who both of these, all three of these, Israel, Iran, and Russia, are three of the major players involved in a large-scale conflict war, prophetic war, way out into the future, called the War of Gog and Magog, Ezekiel 38-39, that will take place, according to what the prophet said, will be in the latter days or in the end times when Israel will be in a time of safety. They will let their guard down. Their walls will be down. They will They will be, a, They the Bible calls them a, a secure people, a people of security dwelling in, in safety, 
And God himself, because I believe, listen, first and foremost, it's because it's Bible prophecy. And he's going to put hooks in the jaws of these these nations, this coalition of nations. Again, Russia, Turkey, Iran, all these nations will be involved. And he's going to pull them in to attack Israel. Now, the... Of course, we know God's going to do that because it says that God will put the hooks in the jaws. But we can sit here and debate what these hooks are. Is it oil? Is it food? Is it water? Is it weapons? Is it security? It could be all the above, friend. But the point is this. Don't miss it. Look, the one thing I loved about that new movie Left Behind, what it did to me, guys, it lit a fire in me. I don't care what the naysayers, the haters Whatever. I don't care what they say because they're always going to slam, criticize our ministry for what we do. The, you know, the, the, the terms fear mongers, sensationalists, uh, these, you know, all this. They're going to, they're going to continue to say that. But I know and I am more assured than ever of my election and my call. And that is a, to be a watchman in this hour. And we are sounding the alarm greater than we ever have in 2023. And we are going to keep you up to date on the what and the know-how of what's going on from a biblical perspective. So listen, we're going to pray here in just a second, but I need you to do a couple things. Uh, And listen, all you guys that are watching by Facebook live, I need you to stick around because I have a major announcement I want to give to you. So let's get into this thing and then we're going to pray. I want to get, we're going to, I want to, uh, I want you to number one, subscribe, like, and hit that notification bell on whatever platform you're watching from. This is how you're going to keep up with this on these social media platforms. Do this, get, get the word out, get the likes out. If you're listening by Spotify or podcast, don't forget to share this as well. Get the word out there. Number two, download our free app. It is That's where you're going to keep up with this. That's the best way to keep up with this. It's free. It's available on Apple. It's available on Android. Type in end time headlines if you're listening to this. Get the free app. Hit yes to push notifications. Why? So you can be notified of every headline and every podcast right at your fingertips when it is breaking news readily available right there for you and your family. And it's free. That's the best thing about it. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything to get the app. It's absolutely free to keep up with our ministry. Number three, if you wish to support this ministry, if it's a blessing to you, it encourages you, it strengthens you on a week-to-week basis, and you you enjoy our content, and you stand behind and support what we're doing, sounding the alarm, warning people of prophecy, warning them of the times and season which we're in from a biblical perspective. You, We want you to pray about becoming a partner, and you could do that two different ways. You can give electronically through the app right there on the screen or through the main website at endtimeheadlines.org, endtimeheadlines.com, or you can give by check or money order by making it out to End Time Headlines, P.O. Box, 1391 that's Monroe Georgia 30655 now all of you guys listening by Facebook live um if this is your main social media platform in which you like to come and get our content whether it's the podcast the articles or all the above and you like to constantly have dialogue with your friends and your family on Facebook we need you to know 
that our time on Facebook is running out and it's not our choice. We're not trying to pull the plug on Facebook, but Facebook is trying to pull the plug on us. The continual shadow banning, we had our account flagged again this past weekend. We've had multiple flags and they, they warn us that if the, if this continues, uh, that we all know what the, the outcome of that's going to be. So we want you to prepare now. You say, well, where are you going to be? If you're not on Facebook now, listen, I'm not talking about video platforms. Video platforms are Rumble, YouTube, the main website at endtimeheadlines.org, endtimeheadlines.com, and the app. Those are the four main video platforms which you will be able to see our podcast from. I'm not talking about video platforms. We're talking about social media networks where you can socialize with your family and friends, coworkers, everybody on these networks. On our fate, on our end time headlines Facebook page. If you are watching this and listening to this, we, we have a social media alternative that's already been built up. We have nearly almost 10,000 followers in there. And these are people that's come from other social media outlets. This, and it's our telegram page. It's our face. It's our end time headlines telegram page. Why did we choose telegram? Why not gab? Why not truth or network? Why not parlor? Why not Twitter? Why not uh, these other ones? Because we have discovered that this is the platform where there is more engagement more conversation than any other platform and we want to go where the people are that doesn't mean we still won't be on twitter or uh or instagram or these other major platforms we will but as far as where everybody's at and probably your friends and your family it's going to be telegram so that's what we're focusing on so if you've not subscribed to our telegram page or channel, I should, I should say channel, our telegram channel from end time headlines. Go look for the official ETH logo. Now I got to warn you, there's hackers out there that have, uh, they've stolen our, our logo. It is copyrighted. So, um, we have asked them to take it down. There will be consequences if they don't later on down the road. Um, and again, that's just how it is. Um, look for, the amount of followers, you will see me directly engaging with people. That's how you're going to know whether it's our official ETA, our end time headlines telegram page. We'll put the link. The link is in this description on Rumble. If you're watching about Rumble, YouTube, Facebook Live, the main website, look at the description of this video and you're going to see follow us on telegram and there's a link. Click on that link and it's going to direct you, direct you straight to it. So you'll know it's the official telegram page of end time headlines so i'm telling you guys one day it's inevitable you're going to wake up and we're going to be gone on facebook again not because of our choice but because of the powers that be that are continually censoring shadow banning and removing content on their platform it's just it's just the bottom line all right so listen let's pray so we got these multiple fronts here's what we're going to do we're going to pray right now father in the name of jesus I have presented this uh, message to you today uh, or from you today to the people. 
I believe that I've done the best of my ability and through the Holy Spirit to warn them of the days ahead and things that are emerging and happening across the globe. I pray that you would prepare your people. Prepare us physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and financially. Prepare us by making our assurance right with you, Lord. Lord, if there be anybody watching this today that are away from you, God, or they don't know you, I pray today that they, right where they're at, right where they're listening or hearing this message from today or watching, that they would repent of their sins and put their faith and trust in you, Jesus Christ, for the remission of their sins, that their names may be put in the Lamb's book of life. And Lord, I just pray that you would give those that are watching, listen today, peace that surpasses all understanding. Chaos is ensuing around the world, distress of nations, perplexity, wars, rumors of wars. But Lord, you said in this world, that we would have tribulation, but we are to be of good cheer for you have overcome the world. And you said in Luke 21, 28, that when we begin to see all these things coming to pass, to look up and lift up our heads for our redemption is drawing near. Come on, do you believe this today? Do you receive this prayer today? Listen, don't get fretful. Don't be anxious about nothing, but be in prayer and supplication and all things to the Lord. Be in tune with Him. Be close to Him. Stay close to Him. Stay close to His Word. And the Bible says that He knows those who are His. Come on, that should bring you great peace and comfort today. And just keep, listen guys, share this Word. Get it out there. The harvest is plentiful but the labors are few amen so guys we're going to sign off for today we're going to uh we'll be back on here tomorrow on tuesday the last day of january until then may the lord bless you keep you and may his countenance shine upon you we'll see you then thank you for listening to the end time headlines podcast we pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message for more information about how you can help partner with our ministry please visit endtimeheadlines.org